Hi, welcome to the Curiosity Podcast. I'm Gary J, your host. And today I'm asking the question, are there such things as demons? The desire to know and learn something. You're listening to Gary J's Curiosity. In all religions and cultures, there are stories of evil beings most of us call demons. These are often depicted in films as supernatural beings which can torment a person's soul and can possess a human body, like in the film The Exorcist. These things go under various different names depending on the culture. Jin, Dibbuk, they are just a few names. But whatever they are called, they are described in Christianity as corrupt spirits who carry out Satan's desires, which are fallen angels who sided with Lucifer who were then cast out of heaven to wreak havoc on the world. But how real are these supernatural beings of evil? Well, for some of us, they're as real as they could be when it comes to mental health, and in some cases, it's been claimed that those with such issues are actually suffering greatly from demons who have attached themselves to the person's soul. But in the paranormal field, one demon that is said to be feared more than others is that of Zozo. You're listening to the Curiosity Podcast. Now there are thousands of stories and maybe even in the millions of people claiming to have been possessed by Zozo while using the Ouija board and they claim to have suffered everything from scratches to complete full-on assaults. But the problem with these accounts is that before 2009 there was no reference to Zozo on Google or anywhere else for that matter. So why is this? Well, the pure fact is that Zozo is a piece of fiction that didn't come to light until 2009, when a man called Darren Evans posted about Zozo on a website called True Tales. Since then, Darren has gone on to have his creation made into a film, and he's even wrote a book. Now, he claims that his story is true, but others continue to dispute his claims due to the constant changing of the story through the years, which, as we all know, If the truth is the truth, it stays unchanged, no matter what. You're listening to Gary J's Curiosity. But other stories of people being possessed by such entities are that of Ronald Doe, who is said to be the inspiration for the film The Exorcist, and that of Annalise Mikkel, who in turn inspired the 2005 film The Exorcist of Emily Rose. Now, if any of these stories are true, and these really are terrifying events that should scare the bejesus out of any of us. But the word there is if. You see, in the story of Annalise, for instance, it's said that at the age of 16, she was very religious and attended mass twice a week. And it was at that time she suffered a severe convulsion. And then after that, her mental state and health went downhill and she was diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy, schizophrenia, depression, and even started hallucinating. It's then claimed that Annalise became very intolerant to religious places and objects such as crucifixes. It was then that the Catholic Church was called in, and after that, she was deemed to have been possessed. You're listening to the Curiosity Podcast. Now, if you look at this case, it certainly does look and sound like what people would describe as a possession. But was it? Now, every time I see or read something like this, I never take anything at face value. Because it's funny how those that do get possessed and go through exorcisms are all religious in the first place, and in most cases, religious to an extreme measure. You see, maybe the constant pressure from her over-religious family played more of a part in her issues than they actually thought. And then mixed together with her medical episode and the number of drugs that she was described at the same time, 
she has become less tolerant to her religious upbringing. Some people take it as gospel that because the church has done an exorcism, it means that somebody is possessed and that the church is right. But when you look at the full story, despite the priests doing a full exorcism, which was authorised by the Bishop of the Catholic Church, by the way, the church later changed its position and then said Annalise was not possessed and was actually mentally ill. But despite this, the church was never held accountable. The two priests that were involved said they had identified the following demons. Lucifer, Cain, Judas, Nero, and are you ready for this? Hitler, amongst others. But the good news was that just before she died, these two lunatics had apparently managed to free her soul. But not before weeks of mental torture, broken knees, suffering from pneumonia, malnutrition, dehydration, and leaving her weighing only 68 pounds. But despite leaving her in this state, the priests who were arrested were only charged with manslaughter and were sentenced to six months in jail, which was later suspended and they received a three-year probation. Now, regardless of all these claims, you have to start asking, why was a supernatural being with such power not televised? I mean, surely this would have strengthened the church's point, and why did they later say it was mental health rather than a possession? I mean, were they lying in the first place? Did they not have a clue? Or what if it was just really misidentified? I mean, how many other so-called exorcisms were nothing more than mental illness that were identified as possessions by an outdated way of thinking by lunatics who claimed to work for God? You're listening to Gary J's Curiosity. I mean, even in the case of Ronald Dull, which wasn't his real name, by the way, again, he came from a religious family and his father was said to have been a former pastor. But it's claimed that Father Walter Halloran, who is said to be one of the last surviving eyewitnesses of the so-called possession, which happened in 1949, later said in 2013 that in relation to whether Robbie actually was possessed, he couldn't confirm that, but said he may have suffered from mental illness or sexual abuse and had fabricated the whole experience. The father also expressed his scepticism about any paranormal events surrounding the boy's death. When he was asked directly if the boy was possessed and asked if he would like to make a statement, he responded by saying, no, I can't go on record saying that. I never made an absolute statement about the things because I feel I wasn't qualified. So there you have two so-called possessions that turned out to be mental illness. And like I said, I wonder how many times that's happened. Now, when you look deeply into both of these famous cases, there are so many holes in what is classed as evidence that you have to question how many times poor, uneducated, or easily manipulated people have been misdiagnosed by the church. You're listening to the Curiosity Podcast. If you actually go through history, there isn't really any undeniable proof that such beings exist. Yes, we have what we class as evil people who murder, rape and commit crime after crime, but are they really demons who can possess a human body, move things around, attack people using only an invisible force and make you do things that you don't really want to do? Or is all this just in our minds and in some cases misdiagnosed mental illness? that we didn't understand in the past and that the church and other religions hold on to in order to hold some sort of power over us. I mean, the Catholic Church is well known for performing such acts and asks for donations in the process, despite it being one of the richest organisations in the world. 
There have been many claims within the paranormal community and the religious world in relation to demons, but none of these have been proven to be anything other than superstitious rubbish or fakery. For instance, the church claims that one of the favourite ways in which Satan operates is to get people to deny he exists. Then he can ply his favourite trade and possess people. You see, if you put enough fear into people, you can control and coerce them into doing almost anything, and the church has used this successfully for thousands of years. But if there really are such beings who are hell-bent in mankind's destruction, then wouldn't you think that we'd just possess a person who was in charge of firing all our nuclear weapons and end it all that way? You're listening to the Curiosity Podcast. So, are there such supernatural beings as Satan or Zozo? Or are those that do follow religions like Christianity or even the occult itself, are they controlled by superstition that was handed down from uneducated people who still thought the world was flat hundreds or maybe thousands of years ago? Or what if all this possession malarkey is just misdiagnosed mental illness, or in some cases the use of illicit substances like alcohol and drugs? Tell me your thoughts and leave me a message. Thanks for listening to Curiosity, and remember, you can hear a new podcast every Thursday, listen on SoundCloud and iTunes, and remember, you can watch Curiosity the series on Amazon Prime. Thanks for listening, and remember, do something that scares you. The desire to know and learn something. You're listening to Gary J's Curiosity. Curiosity.